Warning. 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 The Freestyle Club contains adult language. It is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is Aki Badaki Star, and I'm the newest member of the world famous Freestyle Club. El huevón. El huevones. El huevonazo. Pero, pero, wait, wait, let me, mira, mira, hold on, Jose. I was writing it, I was writing it down, but I was like, I can't, I can't do Ecuadorian. He's from Nicaragua. <laughs> this is Freestyle Club with your hosts, the unknown admin, Rafael Ray and CPR, Jose Ortiz. Welcome to this week's edition of the Freestyle Club. My name is CPR Jose Ortiz, and I'm being joined by my partner, the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes. What's good, you bastards? And joining us is a billboard recording artist. We're so lucky to have him. Please welcome Aki Star of Spanish Fly. Jose and Rafael, you guys are amazing because... Because you guys, what you're doing is, is you're keeping the movement, you're keeping it alive, and freestyle is, is uh, alive and kicking. And as a matter of fact, correct me if I'm wrong, but freestyle is making a big comeback. And not only that, let me, let me rephrase that. Freestyle is back. Is that a yes or a no? It's a yes. So let's talk about like the reason why we feel this back. Why do you feel freestyle is back in 2019? Well, you know, because because life is about cycles. And if you think about it, what was hot five or 10 years ago, as far as oldies, was all the doo-wop stuff and all the uh, shimp and the shimp and the limelights, you know, the daddy's home, the 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 uh, Lala means I love you. That was the oldies back then, but but now we just went through a cycle where freestyle was the oldies because of all these concerts that's been going on the last five or ten years. You know, Alan Beck shows, you know, Pacific Concert Group, but but now because because of these shows that have been that have been all over the place, all over the country, I think um, it's created an awareness on the genre. Well, where now people really miss that vibe, they miss going to the clubs they miss listening listening to it in the cars because if you remember freestyle music the freestyle beats is always like like a party beat it's it, it always bumps in your car stereo all like the the, the drop tops all the low riders you know the 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 chop tops you know they got the 808s you know you got the planet rock beat oh 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 i'm sorry i said that sorry jose sorry <laughs> Don't oh, apologize sorry, sorry. to me. <laughs> apologize to the oh, big guy, Ralph. Hold on. <laughs> oh, pinche way. Oh, pinche jodido. Sorry. I said Planet Rock. Oops, I sinned. Sorry about that. Oh, well. Okay. No more Planet Rock beat. Freestyle music is party music, and people always want to party and have a good time. So why not keep it going? Especially now with, uh, <clears throat> with the awareness on the, on the genre right now. You know, sure, all these years we've had concerts with Stevie B, Lisa Lisa, the cover girls, Lizette Melendez, Little Susie, Johnny O, the list goes on and on and on. You know, thank God that those pioneers kept it going. But now, because they kept it going, now it gives a chance for the new generation to 
to create new music and recreate new fans because there will always be freestyle fans. But now with this new emergence of, of, of new freestyle, there's a new interest. And hopefully it keeps going because this genre is such great, such great people, so much love, you know, and uh, we got We just got to keep it going. Your current single, Voices in My Head, uh, just hit Billboard. Uh, people were questioning on whether your song was on Billboard or not. I was one of them. As a matter of fact, um, when you first uh, posted that on social media, I was looking all over the place to find where this song was listed on Billboard. I guess you got the reports two weeks early. But uh, as of late, you are on Billboard with Voices in My Head. How did you get your song on there? And what did you write that you know is a first freestyle song to ever to ever be on billboard in a long time well you know if you if you look at who produced voices in my head it's all your fault cpr so who's the one that told me to use jay allen i did okay and who's and who is a production that's on billboard uh, I believe it's Jay Adams. I, I didn't, I didn't see, check that see, specific. Right. So, so I, I didn't check so that, that specific detail. Okay, so it, the universe, everybody that's listening, it's it's CPR's fault that the song is on Billboard. He is responsible for the song being on Billboard because way, way, way back, about a year ago, or maybe less than a year ago, I approached him. I said, "Who should I use?" On, on production for this new single that I have. And he recommended a, a kid by the name of Jay Allums. I've never heard of him before, but you know what? Because of CPR's track record, I trusted him and I hit up Jay Allums and the rest is history. So Aki, that song, is it just for the one version or is it a combination of all, all versions? Oh, it's obviously, yeah, definitely. It's a combination of, of all the versions, but, uh, the freestyle version is the one that that um, that set the trend with Jay Allen's. But you know we have remixes from uh, uh, Christian Powell, Chris Cox, Dan DeLeon, Timmy Loop, the Club Jumpers, Ronnie DeChico, Gino Caparelli with 418 Music, which I'm now a part of the label, and a few others. But um, right, yeah, yeah, just you know, off the top of my head, so people can understand, you know, the kind of power that you had behind the song. Timmy Loop is not just a remix artist. He's also part of the Billboard Reporter group. So is Ronnie uh, yes. Chico, right? That's another guy that's part of the Billboard Reporter group. Oh, Timmy Loop. Timmy Loop. Let me just tell you, Timmy Loop is one of the most famous DJs. He's out from Chicago and, and he DJs all. He DJs the most famous gay clubs out in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, Very absolutely. Big. Yeah, He's got big. a huge following. Gino Caparelli. Gino Caparelli did a remix. He's the owner of 418 Music, which I just signed to. And 418 Music was just voted by Billboard as a number one independent record label, according to Billboard magazine. So so moving forward. Yeah, he came in uh, seventh overall. So, yeah, I mean, not just number one as an indie, but seven overall. So that's huge. I mean, but you also got what? You got Club Jumpers. People got to I hope they know who Club Jumpers are. If I have to explain that, you know, forget it. Just turn off the podcast right now. Club Jumpers, Gloria Estefan. Ricky Martin, Jason Derulo, Britney Spears, the list goes on and on. These guys have won Grammys. They uh, they have billboard plaques all over the studio. I've been to their studio in San Antonio. These guys are legendary. You also mentioned Chris Cox. For those who don't know who the name, that name, they got to know Thunderpuss. He's one half of Thunderpuss. 
Those, those yes. were the club jumpers of the 90s, right? They were remixing everybody, anybody that you can think of that was big back then. Absolutely. They were the, the club jumpers of the 90s. So, you, dude, where, how did you manage to get all these people? Well, you know, my secret is, is I, I offered them, I offered them arrojo candules. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and they all love their, they all love their Puerto Rican food. I'm not Puerto Rican, but I love me some arrojo candules. And when, when I told them I, that I could hook them up with some homemade, they said, okay, we're in. And you know who else is on the remixes? The Perry Twins. And they're very legendary. They, they do a lot of stuff in the circuit. Also, uh, Mimo. Mimo is a is a remixer that just had the number one billboard recently with with I, I forgot the artist's name but uh, but overall we have a strong package of remixers and uh, you know and it's all it's all peace love and happiness just like I'm from San Francisco so if you know San Francisco it's all about the hippies and the and the marijuana and we all love each other we all we all have flowers in our ears and and you know but we're proud of it though because you know it's all about love. It's all about peace. It's all, all about getting along. It's it's all about it's all about drama free. I'm gonna invite Jose to San Francisco and I'm gonna put flowers behind his ears. Just as long as that's the only thing you're putting behind his ears, you know. <laughs> I don't want no tulips on my tulips. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put daisies daisies behind Jose's ears and he's gonna love it. Yeah, listen, um, I'm, I'm really proud of the fact that you're giving me a lot of credit for this project. But, you know, the talent is there. It's uh, a combination of you, uh, the, the songwriting and, of course, uh, Jay Adams. So, you know, congratulations on being on Billboard. Uh, anyone that is looking to check, uh, make sure that you go ahead and, and look for Aki Star on the Billboard charts. Or you can find him this week on CPR's Top 10 Countdown. You know, the only Top 10 Countdown that matters. But um, the good thing about this collaboration is that it's opened these doors for you um, that um, you didn't necessarily had opened previously. Because, you know, for the most part, you've been on the West Coast and you've been using people on the West Coast. Is this the first time that you use somebody from the East Coast? Jose, you know that. It's all your fault. You're the one that introduced me to Jay Allen's. And you're the one that made this possible. So much credit to you. Many kudos to CPR, legendary. And and I thank you from the bottom of my heart, Jose, because because if it wasn't for you, this song would have would have not existed. So, well, so I I'm, can't wait. I, I, yeah, I'm I, not kissing. I'm not kissing, but I'm just giving credit where it's due. And CPR is the shit. So whoever's listening, you need you need to really follow CPR, Jose Ortiz. Aki, what made you select this song, this specific song? I, I think it's a what, B-side song for Naked Eyes, so didn't get a lot of attention back then. What made you select it now? I want the universe to know that Voices in My Head was first played by CPR. And I'm saying that as a man, anyone that's, that wants to talk shit, they can come up to me. But CPR is the first person that played this song, and I give credit where it's due. So congratulations, brother. Well, I appreciate that. This is the Freestyle Club. Topic of the week. Let's talk freestyle. Freestyle. Let's go back in time. Let's go back to the 90s. Um, and let's go back and discuss something that, of course, everyone wants to discuss. And that is. OK, OK. Well, back in the 90s. OK, l l let me let me take it from there. Back in the 90s. OK. 
my career was started by uh, I was doing music with uh, Sway and King Tech. That was my first experience with music. Now, now the the universe knows who Sway is. Sway is MTV. Sway is TRL. Everybody knows who Sway is. And I have some some songs that me and Sway did together that you would trip out. And I will definitely put them on Facebook so you guys can hear it. You know who Sway is, right? Absolutely, yes. Um, who, who can uh, deny Sway? He's a unique person that has been uh, a great uh, supporter of hip-hop and, and music and just the movement. And his show has um, that segment where everybody goes in and they rap. Um, you know, Sway yeah, in the morning. Yeah. Exactly. Sway in the mornings. Yes, Sway's universe. But um, Sway got his career. Sway got his start with with the Wake Up Show. The Wake Up Show was was a a hip hop radio radio show that was syndicated all over the country. It was Sway and King Tech. King Tech was was really the guy the guy behind everything. But Sway was a front guy. But the Wake Up Show started the careers of rappers such as Eminem. The Alcoholics, Big Daddy Kane, Tribe Called Quest. I mean, you name it. I mean, a lot of these legendary rappers got to start with the Wake Up Show because the Wake Up Show was was the first radio show that really featured hip hop to what hip hop should be. And I was part of that original cast because uh, because of my friendship with Swain King Tech. We all used to break dance together. You know, I'm a b boy, and uh, we all you know, we all used to be boy together, but once breakdancing kind of died down, that's when we shifted gears and said, you know what, let's do some music. So we, that's when we did music and we started the wake up show. Now Sway and King Tech ended up getting a, getting a record deal with giant records. They had some hits. I was singing on the tracks. You know, we performed that big concerts back in the early nineties. And then in 90, in 1994, I get a call that uh, there's a group being formed by a label called Upstairs Records. I had never heard of them. I had never even heard of the genre. I'm over here like breakdancing and singing for Swanking Tech, which is all hip hop and shit. And then I get a call. Hey, man, there's a there's a record label out of San Jose, Upstairs Records. Uh, they're holding auditions. You know, they're trying to form a new group, you know, uh, with this genre called freestyle. I was like, freestyle? What is that? Is that like rap? You know? So I said, okay, well, you know what? Let me just go. So I went to the studio and I auditioned for Spanish Fly, which was the group that I was auditioning for. And and uh, lo and behold, um, I sang a couple songs. I sang a George Michael song, Careless Whispers. Careless Whispers by Wham. And that was a song that got me the role to be in Spanish Fly in 1994. When you say role, what does that mean, role? I was... Uh, I, I became one of the two members of Spanish Fly because I guess originally back in 91, they had a version of Spanish Fly that only lasted about six months to eight months and um, it didn't work out. So Spanish Fly was a duo. So uh, so in 94, when Upstairs Records decided to recreate Spanish Fly, they wanted to make it a duo just like the original version. So that's that's what I got the part. I, got, I, I was one of the two people that got the part for their... Uh, for the new and improved Spanish Fly, so it was, it was a guy by the name of Milo, and myself. We became Spanish Fly in 1994, and we recorded a couple, a few songs: "Treasure of My Heart," "Daddy's Home," "Crimson and Clover," 
those were pretty much the first three songs that we recorded. And all three songs charted on Billboard's top 100 songs of the country. Um, and we and we got to deal with Warner Brothers in, because of Daddy's Home. So Treasure My Heart was a freestyle song. But when we did Daddy's Home, which was a cappella, uh, that song got radio play all over the country. And there was, then there was a bidding war with all the major record labels. Uh, and Warner Brothers won. And the attorney that got us a record deal was was named Peter Lopez. Peter Lopez was the attorney that got us a record deal with Warner Brothers in 1995. Now Peter Lopez was married to a, a lady by the name by the name of Catherine Bach. The actress. And if all you diehard 80s and 90s, Catherine Bach, if you know your history, Catherine Bach was the original Daisy Dukes from the Dukes of Hazard. So oh, Catherine Bach was Daisy Dukes. That's a lucky fellow then. Yes. So Peter Lopez, he's the attorney that got us a deal. So when he got us the record deal with Warner Brothers, of course, it was all celebration. So we actually went to dinner in L.A. at Peter Lopez's house. Catherine Bach cooked for us. And it just so happened in 95 that there was another group that had just gotten the record deal also. So it was Spanish Fly at their house. And the other group was named Mana. I don't know if you know who Mana is. Absolutely not. But <laughs> oh my God, Mana! Are you kidding me? Are you well, Mana? So are you kidding me, Mana? Grammy award-winning Mexican group from from Mexico. You know Latin music, Mana. Yeah, uh, I, I absolutely was going to say that, but yeah, I wanted so, you to, oh to let the people so know. Anyways, <laughs> Here we are in, in Encino at Peter Lopez's house and Daisy Dukes is cooking dinner for us. And on the table is Mana. And guess where Peter Lopez is, was living at the time? Peter Lopez. He was living in the house that he purchased from Michael Jackson. So here we are in Michael Jackson's house before Michael Jackson went to Neverland. He owned this house. And this house is where he wrote Thriller. And this house is where he owned a little monkey called Bobo. I mean, historically, we were having dinner at Peter Lopez's house, and he owned the house where Michael Jackson used to live at before he, Michael Jackson went to Neverland. So it's just a trivia, you know. Um, and we, we, got, we got to get a tour of his bedroom where, where Michael Jackson wrote Thriller. Oh we saw God. the little the little backyard where uh somebody Joe's going through my head. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you find all the secret hideout <laughs> and all the secret passages? <laughs> oh the little secret passages. Well well, how do you know how do you, here here you go. How do you know when it's bedtime at Michael Jackson's house? Oh, oh my god. When the big hand touches the little hand. All right. <laughs> moving, moving right along. Okay, moving right along. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, I'm a huge. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. I'm sorry I said that, but you know, it's okay. You um, you were a, a Michael Jackson impersonator as well, right? At one time. Yes, yes. I sing. I you know I I sing Michael Jackson songs. Uh, um, it's time the wind blows. I hear your voice, so I call your name. Uncanny. Anyways. Uncanny. <laughs> Aki, uh, before we go um, deeper into uh, Spanish Fly, I just got a quick question for you, man, because I've, I've been looking at a couple of interviews and no one has asked you this question, so it falls on me to ask you. Wait, wait, wait this, is, this is Raphael, right? 
Yeah, sí, cabrón. Which is which is actually my middle name. <laughs> which, is actually, which is actually my middle name, by the way. So so okay, go ahead. How did you get the name Aki Star? Because Aki to me is Asian. Everybody knows that I, I you know I have Nicaraguan in me. I have a little bit of Puerto Rican. I have a little bit of Japanese. So so Aki. The name Aki comes by from my Japanese heritage. There we go. Yep, and the star comes from there was a uh, there was a rapper that was rapping about me and 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 he said Aki the Aki star and when I heard that I was like you know what let me let me let me put the star after the Aki just to you know just just for it to be kind of cool looking and. And I, I picked the two R's because the one R would have been boring, but now everyone, everyone thinks I'm related to Brenda K. Star. <laughs> that's a good problem. Because they don't know that that's a gimmick name. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can I, can I slow down for one second, too? I want to talk about Spanish Fly for a moment. In freestyle, we get into fake or not fake. Now, you just stated that you were auditioned for a part in a group a group named Spanish Fly. So you had no idea that it had another iteration back in 1991. You only knew that you were going into audition to be part of a group. Yes. And yes, and correct. So once I got the part, Milo and I got a record deal with Warner Brothers and we, we put Spanish Fly on the map because we got signed to Warner Brothers. We had our first three singles charted on the Billboard Top 100 singles of the country. And we actually came out on the cover of Billboard magazine. And I'm sure you, I'm, I'm not sure if you guys have seen that, but I've posted it before. I will post it again. We were on the cover of Billboard magazine. We had about 20 songs that were released uh, under, under our, under our uh, toolage with, with Milo and I. So, so we, you know, we're the ones that put Spanish Fly on the map. From 1994 to present, I've, I've been performing Spanish Fly nonstop from 94. Nonstop. So as far as I'm concerned, you know. Your song Crimson and Clover, uh, your song Crimson and Clover uh, peaked at number 89 on uh, June 17th, 1995 on Billboard Hot 100. So you are listed here. Anybody can Google that. I just did. Uh, you know, and these are things that need to be proven. So, you know, just to recap one more time because some people are slow um you were asked to audition for a group called spanish fly on upstairs records you had no idea that there was another iteration of the group that there was a person that sang that song uh the first one they released which was called precious uh you had nothing to do with that one no i, I had nothing to do with that song you know i i, I could care less about that song i didn't know about the song all I knew is that uh, we were recording these new songs, and and th thank you for looking up Crimson and Clover. Daddy's Home is also on the charts too. If you Google Daddy's Home Billboard magazine, you'll you'll find that on the charts as well. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, why why did they go in that direction? You went from Treasure of My Heart to go straight into two covers of of two songs that are, have nothing to do with freestyle or, or or dance for that matter. It was because of my influence. Like I've I've always been a fan of of uh, of uh, the Temptations, the Ohio Players, Stevie Wonder, Shemp and the Limelights, all the doo-wop. I brought in the whole doo-wop feel to the group because of my vocal background. After Treasure of My Heart, now thinking back, maybe we should have stuck to freestyle because you know here we had to deal with Warner Brothers, and at the same time, 
there was another dance group that uh, was signed to a major label and their song went really big and they were called No Mercy. Do you remember uh, that song? Where do you go? Please don't remind me. Please don't remind me. Yeah. So I won't be able to to sleep tonight because I will be stuck in my head like a voice in my head. but that song, you know, they were signed to a major la- major record label and the label, they pushed that song. So, you know, it's a forgotten song, but if you really think about it, everybody still remembers that song. So people always say maybe Spanish Fly should have stuck to freestyle because we had to deal with Warner Brothers and we would have been a lot bigger. Maybe we would have we would have reached the heights of like Stevie B or Lisa Lisa. But, you know, things happen for a reason. And, and uh, we released Daddy's Home because of All For One. All For One had a song called So In Love at that time that was really big as we stroll along together da 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 da, da, da. Ooh, remember that song i do remember it and thank you for the iteration i can uh, now google it yes so so all for one by the way we were buddies with them because we you know we we toured with all for one during that time but their acapella really did well that's why Upstairs Records decided to release Daddy's Home because of the success of All for One. And there was also another group that had another song that was really hitting. It was, it was an acapella, and the group was called 4 p.m. 4 p.m. had a song called Sukiyaki. It's all because of you. I'm feeling sad and blue. I don't know if you guys remember that song. I thought, I thought, I thought the Sukiyaki was the one from uh, The Last Dragon. Sucky, yucky, yuck, song, soup. You suck it to me. I suck it to you. <laughs> Who's oh, the master? Oh, that, no, no. But, you know, 4 p.m. had a song called Sukiyaki. It was, it was uh, a remake of the of Taste of, Taste of Honey's Sukiyaki. But, but see, so, so acapellas were hitting back then. That's why we did Daddy's Home. And um, during that time when we were with Warner Brothers, we toured with... Uh, with all the big artists back there, TLC, we did, we, we toured with TLC, Aaliyah, um, Soul For Real, Rapper Forte. When you were touring with these folks, did you ever uh, sing Treasure of My Heart or were you stuck to singing Daddy's Home and Crimson Clover and all these other songs? Oh, oh no, Treasure of My Heart. Not only Treasure of My Heart, but we had we had other freestyle hits that, that we had recorded, uh, Stand By Me, you know, a Benny King remake, you know, uh, Stand By Me, we, that was one of our was one of our go-tos. So we, we would perform Stand By Me, Treasure My Heart, um, and we had a whole album of freestyle songs. But of course, we would also do Crimson and Culver and Daddy's Home. You know, we did a, you know, uh, San Antonio was, was one of our biggest cities. You know, we, we, uh, we, we had a show in San Antonio with Aaliyah, Usher, Brandy, Real McCoy, I mean, you know, it was big, big. And in 1994, we had a show in Corpus Christi. It was the Barrio Boys, Spanish Fly, and Selena. Well, speaking of Selena, you guys did a Latin billboard tribute. Yes. Yes. We performed with Selena. We opened up for Selena in 1994. She was amazing. She was just, oh, she was larger than life. So... Uh, that we performed with her about maybe two months before she died in Corpus Christi. So in 1995, once we were, we were with Warner brothers, we ha- we were invited to uh, perform at the Latin billboard music awards in Miami. 
And there was a big tribute with Selena for Selena. Her parents were there and uh, just a who's who of the Latin music. Tito Puente was there. He was still alive. So uh, Spanish Fly got a chance to perform a, a tribute for Selena uh, at the Latin Billboard Music Awards. And that was when when Crimson Crimson and Clover was our was our big hit at the time. You know, we did a nice tribute to Selena. I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, People don't understand how big you were, especially in the West Coast area, how big Spanish Fly was. And to, to some still is, because, you know, if you were to do uh, a retro show of the 90s, in, in the West Coast, I'm sure that Spanish Fly can pack an arena. Uh, but one thing that I want to commend on on Warner Brothers is that they didn't fake the funk when they came to your release. When you guys released uh, Anything You Want, they didn't go ahead and, and put the first song, you know, Precious on there. They put all your original stuff on there and they didn't lie to the community uh, and say that you guys sang that specific song. So I do commend them for that. Oh yeah, Pre Precious was 1991 Spanish Fly. That version of Spanish Fly was only in existence for about six months. The, uh, and that one song did come out of that camp, which is called Precious. But besides that, everything else was was under Warner Brothers with Milo and I, which was about maybe 20 singles. So you, you got Precious in 91, but you got 20 other singles and from 94 on that were with Warner Brothers Upsurge Records. So that was going to be my next question, Aki. Is at any point in time did you ever have to perform Precious? No, I never. I never had to because because of the success of so many of our other singles. So uh, I know I like song Precious, but I've never actually had to perform it just because we have so many other hits that we had, and and uh, over the years I've actually uh, included some other songs that are well known in my set now. Since I do Spanish Fly by myself. Um, you know, I perform even uh, Love You Down. I do a freestyle version of Love You Down by Ready for the World. I do a freestyle version of uh, Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. I also perform a little bit of Ecstasy by Jocelyn Enriquez, which which she's kind of back. Jocelyn Enriquez is, is actually back. You know, she uh, I'm very good friends with her and her management. You know, it's all love. But but because of her she's a reborn Christian. She never performs a little bit of ecstasy anymore. So, but I, you know, I, I, I include it on my set, you know, because, you know, people, when it comes to live performances, people like what they know. They don't know what they like, but they like what they know. So when, when you do a live performance, it's always great to give people songs that they know. And when I perform, you know, when I do my shows, most of the songs that I perform, people are singing along to it. I even sing Suavecito because as a matter of fact, in 1999, I became the lead singer of a band called Malo, which was created by the brother of Car Carlos Santana, Jorge Santana. The, the name of the group is Malo. And they had, in 1972, they came out with, with a, uh, a legendary lowrider oldie called Suavecito. And I'm sure you guys have heard the song Suavecito. Um, oh, yeah. It's 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 a, a legendary oldie, and um, and I am still one of the lead singers of the band Suavecito. So I perform with with Malo. With that, Jorge Santana, you know, has his own band called the Jorge Santana Band, and he and he's a younger brother of Carlos Santana. So so we're over here rehearsing, you know, we'll be rehearsing with his band, and Carlos Santana shows up to our rehearsals, but everybody knows that Carlos is his own person. 
you know, he's a little strange. He's, he's set in his ways. So everybody knows when Carlos walks into the room, you do not say hello to him. You do not acknowledge that he's there. You simply continue what you're doing and let him pick up his guitar and, and jam with you guys. So he'll come in during our rehearsals with the Jorge Santana band and he'll, he'll, he'll jam with us, play for about an hour and then unplug, put his guitar in his case and walk away. And everybody knows you do not say anything because that's Carlos Santana. But that's, that is, is, is amazing that, uh, it's pretty cool to have that, you know, as, as, uh, as one of my, one of my stories to tell. Subscribe to the Freestyle Club. On Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Visit thefreestyleclub.com. The Freestyle Club. The Freestyle Club. Let's talk freestyle. When it comes to Spanish Fly, and I know that I'm beating a dead horse, but I, I like to get everything out in the clear and then let the audience know the real deal. Um, when it comes to Spanish Fly, it seems like you are like in a TKA situation, right? Where, you know, people feel like there are two groups and there's two singers that are lead singers. And so that's why I, I specifically detailed how you got into the group. Now, you guys have 20 plus songs with uh, the group named Spanish Fly on Upstairs Records versus one song sang by the uh, other member or other iteration of, the, of that group. Do you still feel that, you know, people are still trying to make that case online? I don't know. I, I really don't know. And I don't care because at the end of the day, actions speak louder than words. All I know is that I'm having a great time since 94 performing a Spanish fly. The hits that we released under Warner Brothers. It's been a wonderful ride. The current single, Voices in My Head, is, is Spanish fly featuring Aki Star. And the next single that is going to follow up Voices in My Head is, uh, and, uh, and I'll, tell, I'll tell you right now, CPR, because, you know, I have well, a I, lot of respect I, for you and you're big in the game. It. I already guessed it. I know, I know, but the world doesn't know. But now, just for everyone to know, CPR already knew this, but he was the first person to know because CPR is responsible for this success. So I already told CPR and he knows, but the next single that's coming out is a remake of our biggest Spanish fly hit called Treasure of My Heart. I have had the opportunity to listen to some of it and it's really good. And let me tell you, under 418 Music, we're going to have remixes from... Stonebridge, which is a legendary remixer, you know, we'll probably have Tony Moran on it, some other big name remixers on this one. I mean, this Treasure My Heart will chart on Billboard as well. So it'll be this, it'll be another freestyle song to chart on Billboard. It's been a blessing that this first one was charted on Billboard, but you know, I'm going to put the work into it and with all the blessings, hopefully it's going to chart on Billboard again. So this will be the second freestyle song to chart on Billboard in a row. But by then, hopefully more songs, more freestyle songs chart on Billboard because I'm all about the freestyle movement. You know, let's make it big. Let's let's get these new artists out. I know there's a lot of new artists out there, but because, you know, <clears throat> I love all the legendary artists. But, you know, sometimes it's good to give the newbies a chance. And I know Willie Valentine's daughter, Lily, is making some noise and, and I'm a big fan. You know, 
Jay Castillo, my boy Shy, you know, he's got an amazing song. So we have some new schoolers out there, you know, Robert Barco, you know, Robert Barco is out there doing some stuff, Ty Bless. There, there is a lot of new cats that are doing freestyle that hopefully will really make the genre come back in a major way. And, and I'm, I am 1000% supportive of all the new freestyle that comes out. I will push it myself. I will share whatever needs to be shared just to make the genre that big again. You know, I'm a team player and you got to be a team player to win a championship. Just to, just like the Golden State Warriors. Teamwork wins championships. Okay, how did you hook up with uh, 418? I met Gino Caparelli in 2012 at the Winter Music Conference because uh, as, as Aki Star, I actually did a couple of solo projects. So I went to the Winter Music Conference and I performed in 2012 and 2014. And I met Gino in 2012, so we had a great relationship since then. And when he caught wind of what I'm doing with voices, he he came in and said, "You know what? We got to team up, and we got to we got to join forces and really blow this shit up." He's actually taken over the project, so now 418 is in charge of voices in my head and all my singles moving forward because I'm I'm with 418 now. From now on. So moving forward, everything that I release will be under 418. Great label, amazing team, great people. It's a it's family oriented. Everyone has a lot of integrity and everybody loves 418. So uh moving forward, everything will be under 418. Excellent, excellent. Also want to thank you for um volunteering to be part of my project as well. We'll be announcing that soon. I'm excited to have you on board. Thank you. Thank you, Jose. Thank you, Jose. And just to let the universe know that on one of these next releases that I do, Jose is going to be singing with me on one of these upcoming songs. I said <laughs> it first. I said it first here on on the interview. Jose will be part of the ne- one of these next songs. <laughs> Are we're you ready, a, my brother? Are you ready, my brother? It. We're doing a remake of La Cucaracha. La Cucaracha. La Cucaracha. La Cucaracha. La Cucaracha. <laughs> but you oh. know what? You know what we, but Jose and Rafael, we got to stay true to our roots. And you know what? I don't care what people think, but, but you know, Jose, what nationality are you? I'm Puerto Rican. Okay. And Rafael, what nationality are you? No, me, Puerto Rican. Okay. So, so being Boricua, you know, we, we love our arroco candules and, and, all, and, you know, and all the food that we, we were raised eating. Right. So I think, we take, I, think we I know, take... I think I know the title of this podcast. <laughs> what is it? Arroco candules. Arroco candules. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? We take pride in our heritage and I love me some arroco candules, some tostones, you know, so, some, oh my God. I love Puerto Rican food, and and, and uh, that's why I I Make know that hungry. I know uh, you guys were raised with eating Puerto Rican food, tostones, you know, uh, all that. So what, what is that? What is that called? It's called it's like a, a breaded thing with it's filled with chicken or it's filled with uh, uh, what is that a, called? Are we doing a cooking podcast? Uh, did, did this switch somehow? <laughs> well, yeah, because you know, in in Nicaragua. I'm going to Nicaragua at the end of the year. And, and in Nicaragua, we have nacatamales. Nacatamales are amazing. And, and the food in Nicaragua is amazing. But you know what? It's all, it's all good because we all have the same heritage. By the way, my recording studio is at the world-famous Club End Up. And did, did you guys know that 
many famous DJs have DJs here at, at Club End Up in San Francisco. Frankie Knuckles, uh, many famous DJs. And it, the, the, the club is called Club End Up. Uh, Tony Moran has been here, Dan DeLeon. I mean, it's, it's just amazing over here. You mentioned that you'll be working with 418 and you got releases, plural. So how many songs can we expect? And are they all going to be covers or will there be some originals thrown in there? Oh, there's going to be originals for sure. Originals, baby. After Treasure of My Heart, everything here on will be original. Oh, that's good to hear because I was about to call you Mr. Cover King for a second there. I'm like, wait a minute. All these songs are cover after cover after cover. Well, you know what? Hey, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, whatever whatever makes you go to the bank and collect some cash, you know? <laughs> Who cares if their covers are originals, but at the end of the day, whatever makes your shit a success, you know what I'm saying? Amen. Peace, love, and happiness. Peace, love, and happiness. Whatever makes whatever makes you happy. The great thing about music is there is no rules in music. You do whatever makes you happy. I want to steer to um, someone that you admire, and we talked about him briefly, and that is Michael Jackson. You are a Michael Jackson impersonator. I've seen a lot of your pictures and a lot of uh, the things that you've done previously. Now, were you able to watch Finding Neverland? I haven't watched it, and I, I don't want to watch it because he was proven innocent years ago, and, and uh, we'll, we'll just keep it that way. So people are just trying to make a buck. Okay, we'll take it there. The Freestyle Club. The Freestyle Club. Let's talk freestyle. One one last thing is I'm working on a collaboration with Nocera. Oh, you're the second person to say that. Yes. No, Nocera is, do, is doing something with, with Robert Barco. She's doing a, uh, a cover of Summertime, Summertime. But I'm doing another something with Nocera as well. And uh, it's a winter wonderland because he's doing summer and you're doing winter. We're doing winter. We're going to wear Eskimo hats and we're going <laughs> to, we're going to, we're going to be Kumbaya in the motherfucking snow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be this frosty, the snowman. <laughs> I knew it. Kind of rock Can you tell us what the project is? Stay tuned. The world will know, but for now it's all about peace, love and happiness. You know, CPR is in the house. Raphael is in the house. You know, I love you guys. I appreciate everything about you guys. Um, thank you so much for, for allowing me to be part of the show. It's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. And I can say that sincerely because I say that with pride. And I'm a humble guy. And in my heart, I got lots of love for you guys. This is the Freestyle Club. Pick hit of the week. Aki Star, what is your pick hit of the week? My pick hit of the week is, is a song from Michael Jackson called Human Nature. And I say, why, why? Tell him that it's human nature. Why, why? Does he do me like me? Why, why? Tell him that it's human nature. Why, why? Unknown Admin, what is your pick hit of the week? I'm going with Audi Medina, Need You Alone. But I'm going to go with the original version by Rock Solid Entertainment.
pick hit of the week is Jay Mazur. You don't know me. Love this song. This is the one. Well, Ralph, that about wraps it up for us this week on the Freestyle Club. Until next time, peace, love, and freestyle. Prince of freestyle. Yeah. Not done.